You're listening to a True Name Theatre production. Humane by Polly Creed. Episode 3 In those first few days starting the campaign, we spend hours going door to door. Our clothes and hair stick to our skin, wet with rain. Our hands turn bluish purple in the cold. We get blisters all over our feet. But we get thousands and thousands more signatures. We feel so hopeful. Maybe this will work. Maybe we can change something. But then again... Hello? You've reached Sir Bernard Jenkins, MP, constituency office. Hello. Tendering district council, how may I help you? Good morning. Can I start by taking your name and postcode, please? Yes, it's Alice MacDonald. It's Linda Matthews. Yes, that's MacDonald, with an M-A-C. Sir Bernard Jenkins speaking. Yes, I've looked into the matter... It seems from a legal point of view, Richard Culver is entitled to use the road to transport his cattle and sheep out of port. However, I completely understand your objections. Yes, I've passed on the details to my supervisor, who will give you a call back within the next three days. Unfortunately, this isn't within our remit. Have you tried contacting the highways agency? I would love to help. I really would. Have you tried contacting DEFRA? I'm going to raise the issue in Parliament. There does need to be a proper debate about the question of live animal exports. I'm very sympathetic to your cause. I don't understand why we're even exporting the meat to Europe in the first place. We need to be eating British meat in Britain. You've got a tough fight on your hands with Calver there. I can tell you that. Hang on, I'll just put you on hold. No, please. I've waited for two hours already. Please... Right, well, I've made a note of that and I'll pass it on to my supervisor. We'll give you a call back on this number. Although I can't imagine we'll be able to help in this case. I'm going to see what I can do, but as it's not against the law, we're going to be hard-pressed to help. Thank you. Thanks. What we start to realise is that no matter how many signatures we have, the council can't do anything. I ring them over and over again... And my MP as well. They're sympathetic, but nobody can help. It seemed like nobody was able to take responsibility for it. What Culver and the exporters are doing is perfectly legal. And they don't care what some mums and grannies think about it all. The exporters and the meat industry are a big lobby group. What are we going to do now? God, this is so frustrating. I rang Richard Culver again earlier. He kept saying it doesn't change his legal position and banging on about how he knows John Major or something. What a piece of work. Yep. But surely the council or DEFRA or something will care. Yeah, they can't just ignore thousands of signatures, can they? I don't know. Seems like maybe they can. I'm betting they hope we just give up and get used to all them lorries, get tired. Yeah. But they don't know what it's like seeing that every day. If they could see the animals and the pain they're in like we can. I guess we'll just have to come up with another approach. Show them we're properly committed to stopping this. What if we did some kind of publicity stunt? Like a sponsor walk or something? I don't know that that would do much. Maybe a march? Would we 
Would we get the numbers, though? What if we just stop the lorries? What do you mean? Isn't that what we've been trying to do? Well, no, I mean if we literally just stop them. Sorry, I don't follow him. Well, there's just one road in and one road out, isn't there? Yeah. So, what if we stood on the road and stopped the lorries from passing through? What, like a human blockade? Yeah. A human blockade? I'm exhausted just talking about it. (laughs) I think she's right, you know. We wouldn't need that many people then. Even one person can stand in front of a lorry and stop it moving. I like it. Peaceful protest. Civil disobedience. It's old school. Yeah, like Mama Gandhi or something. Mahatma Gandhi. I suppose, a bit. They would never expect it from anyone round here, would they? Yeah, I'd like to see the look on old Richard Culver's face anyway. Yes, and wouldn't it cost them loads of money if they have to turn the lorries back? There's definitely something in it. It would be quite a thing to organise, though. We'd need to find out their timetables for a start. I can phone round, using the phone tree, tomorrow. You'll see if people would be up for it. All right. If you do that, I'll speak to Maria about sorting the timers and the tactics and all of that. We'll have to be quite stealthy about it, though, so Carver and the exporters don't get a whiff of what we're up to. Don't worry. My lips are sealed. Mine too. In the morning, I do some ringing round. Maria and Sue and some of the other main organisers have set up these, um, these phone trees... I'd used a similar system with Lewis's playgroup to organise bake sales and things. This is much bigger, though. It's very clever, really. What you do is you phone three people, and then those three people each phone another three people, and then all of those people each phone three people, and so on. Eventually, everyone knows what's happening. Very clever, actually. Hi, Sally, this is Linda. I'm just phoning because I was wondering if you might be free on Tuesday. There's a live animal export lorry coming through, and we're going to try and stop it. Hello Tilly, this is Sally. Just phoning up because we need some people to join us on Tuesday. We're going to try and stop this lorry coming through. Hello Margaret, this is Tilly. I was just ringing to see if you've heard about the plan with the live animals lorry. We're all bundled up against the cold. Excited, expectant. I'm pushing the buggy with one hand and holding Lewis's hand with the other as he struggles to run off ahead. Even though it's cold, his little hand is sticky and clammy in mine. Hi, Linda. All right, Linda. Look at your little ones all wrapped up. Don't blame them. Bloody Nora, I'm freezing me tits off. And this must be your other half. Oh, yeah. Ralph, this is Linda. She's the one I was telling you about. Linda? Linda, doing everything with a petition. Helped us with a phone tree, remember? Made the cakes. Oh, yes, of course, Linda. Mm, I've heard all about you. Very good work you're doing with all of that. And excellent cakes, if I must say so. Yeah, I'm blaming you, Linda, if the doctor tells him off. He's supposed to be on this cardio diet. Nice to meet you, Ralph. This is quite a bit exciting, isn't it? I've got proper butterflies. You ever done anything like this before, Linda? Me? God, no. Never done anything like this before. You? Well, I did a bit of politics back when I was living in the East End. Oh, did you? Hello, everyone. I'll have to tell you another time. Right. Can everyone please keep on this side of the street, please? We 
want to make sure the lorries definitely can't get through. Hi everyone. Hi Alice. Hi Miss McDonald. Linda, we're asking the women with buggies to stay over in that section, if that's all right. Well, yeah, of course. This is far more than we was expecting, isn't it? I know, it's brilliant, isn't it? There's no way they'll be able to get through. Well, I'd bloomin' hope not the time I had to get up at. And Ralph was hardly a ray of sunshine, was he, Ralph? I'm not a morning person, that's all. <laughs> Do you know how much longer it's going to be, Alice? Cathy paid me about ten minutes ago to say the lorries were just passing through Thorrington, so it should be any minute now. God, I can't believe it. I wonder how quickly they'll turn around. Not long now. Right, everyone, positions now, please. Yep, that's it. Let's make sure they definitely can't get through. You ready, Em? They won't know what's hit them. Who's that group up there on Tower Street? People wearing ideas, are they with us? Oh, my God. Miss, what is it? And then we see it too. The police coming down Tower Street and they're surrounding us on all three sides. Balaclavas on, visors pulled down. They're holding long batons and riot shields. What do we want? When do we want it? What do we want? Do, do you think we should try to leave? I think we'd have a job getting back through now. They start to move forward towards us. I realise they're trying to squash us in. I can see the lorry trying to get up through the road. Someone throws an egg at the windscreen. This is a peaceful demonstration. There are children and elderly people, but there's no need for that, no need at all. What do you think you're doing? Stop that, please. Please! You're crushing the buggies. Someone's going to get hurt. This is a peaceful demonstration. This is a peaceful demonstration. It's chaos. They're squashing us into a small area with the buggies and everything. Lots of the students from the senior school are there, mainly girls. They're in the middle of the crush. Uh, please, please let me out. That's M. Tate. She's in my year 10 class. She's only 14. I see her crying and screaming with the other girls. We try to help them, pushing and shoving to get them out of the middle. But the police just keep pushing us. Really violent and aggressive. I see more policemen running up the street. They have truncheons in their hands. Alice, you have to help me get the kids out of here. It's not safe. Beryl, Beryl, can you help us? We pass the babies over to her and Ralph. We watch as they pass them over to strangers who carry them right over the heads of the crowd. It's okay, little man. I'll be with you in a second. It's okay. Yeah. You're like a helicopter. Woo! What a big boy you are. I'll never forget the looks on their faces, like they thought that we was abandoning them, terrified by all the noise. Careful! Make sure you're supporting our head! Don't worry, I've got her. There you go, sweetheart. We tried to push through to get to the kids, and other mums start to do the same. I see an old woman fall. She must be in her 80s. The crowd around her tried to lift her up quickly before anyone stands on her. Blue lights, police, trampling us. Their batons out. Balaclavas on. I have to get out. I can't breathe. ID badges off. Trying to push through to the kids. People stumbling. Please. Lewis and Danny. Police pushing people. My babies. No way out. I have to get out. Please. You can't Please do me. I need to get it's to not my baby. Right. Let Please. it out. Good evening. The 
first lorry carrying sheep for export has failed to pass a human blockade at the Essex port of Brightlingsea. Today, Brightlingsea was the mouse that roared. Over a thousand people took part in the protests. The first of an expected four lorries rumbled down the narrow high street to be met by a crowd swelled to about a thousand. Some of them animal rights protesters, but most of them townspeople, indignant that Brightling Sea should become another centre for a trade they find repugnant. It's ridiculous. That cargo should have been loaded last night. I have personally complained to John Major and the Home Secretary, Michael Howard. Police made numerous arrests, and there were some reports of police brutality. The police approached us from the front and the rear with overwhelming numbers wearing riot gear. We were compressed and trapped. It was terrifying. We were all trapped. There were babies in the crowd. Young children. I saw one old woman fall. The mood was violent. It really was. The mayor's daughters had broken ribs. I'm surprised somebody wasn't killed. The police. What they did. I'd never think the police could be like that, you know. I'm in a cell at Colchester Police Station. No windows, no light, a strong smell of disinfectant. I'm alone. I stare at a spot on the wall where someone's carved the word slag. I think of my babies at home. What if they take them away from me? The milk leaks through my top, staining it yellow. And I think of Danny crying for me. Please let me out. Let me out. Well, my babies. Oh, my daughter. I need to feed her. Keep it down, love. I spend hours there, just sitting in the fluorescent strip lighting. My head spins from it. My boobs ache so badly. I just want to go home. Right, you're out. Thank God. I'm taken out into the reception area and there's Alice filling out a form for me. Are you all right? Did they hurt you? Linda, look at me. Are you all right? Look at the state of you. Are Danny and Lewis all right? They're fine. Beverly's looking after them. Danny, the formula milk makes her sick. She's fine. Beverly managed to dilute it enough to get her to have it. I tried to tell him, but they wouldn't listen. I know. I thought I was going to end up in prison, Alice. I drive her home. We sit at the kitchen table while she feeds Danny. I just don't understand. You know, they could see that we weren't up to anything bad at all. It was just a load of pensioners and a few mums. They, they, they could see, they must have been able to see what was happening. They could see the babies, us passing the buggies over, Em and all the young girls screaming. Somebody must have given them some orders or there was some confusion or something. Yeah, maybe. And in my cell. I told them I was breastfeeding still, that Danny couldn't drink formula, but they wouldn't listen. Yeah. Are you angry with me or something? No. Well, why are you being so weird? I just... I don't know what you want me to say, Linda. What do you mean? Well, it's hardly surprising, is it? They're the police. I, I don't know what you mean. Well, have you watched the news? What do you think the police do? You know, my sort of thing of police has always been that they were very helpful and you always went to a policeman if you were in trouble. 
And you know, that's what we always tell our kids as well. If you ever get lost or you need help, find a policeman and he'll help you. Well, all I can say is you're lucky. What do you mean? My family came over to London in the 40s. It was hard. The police, they were never on our side. Poor Danny. God, I hope she won't remember any of it. I can still see her face when I, when I had to lift her over like that. Do you think she looks all right? Well, she's a bit warm. Linda, stop. You can't beat yourself up like this. And then Alice pulls me into this hug and just holds me, like, really tightly. I can feel her heartbeat through my body. Smell her perfume. It's Chanel number no. five. Same as my mum. And it feels like the type of hug I've only ever had from my mum. Normally, when people hug me, I just feel awkward. I'm just waiting for the moment I can pull away again, breathe my own air. But not this time. I just want to hold on to her forever. Like a child again. I was so scared, Alice. In that cell, I thought... It's all right now. It's over now. Sorry to disturb you. I was just wondering if Linda might be in. I just need to speak to her a moment. She's not in right now. She's just popped out to pick Lewis up from playgroup. Can I pass on a message? Oh, no, not really. I'll try calling later. Yeah, I'll let her know. I was just wondering, does she seem all right? Who? Linda? Yeah. No different from usual, really. Why? Do you think there's something wrong? Uh, no. I suppose it's just about last week. It was quite upsetting for her with the arrest and everything. It's her choice, isn't it? She wants to go out protesting. That's what happens, isn't it? Maybe. But she seems all right, does she? In herself? Yeah. Fine. Why? It's just that we normally talk every day, see? She was so involved, but then she just suddenly stopped calling or coming to the meetings. We tried calling, but it just goes to answer phone, and now the answer phone is full. Yes, she keeps giving my number out to all and sundry. Well, she's fine. She's missing my son, Mark, I think. I think we're all struggling without him. Uh, anyway, that was all, really. Can you just tell her that I stopped by? All right, I'll pass that on. Uh, Alice, was it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And tell her that I'm here and that we need her. Tell her that we miss her baking. It isn't the same without her. Right, Lewis, I can yeah? still see some broccoli left on your plate. Hi. Can you finish that up, please? That's a good boy. Well done. I did If you eat up all of that, you can have a pet it for loose. No. No, don't do that, please, Lewis. That's not nice manners, right? Oh, goodness. Someone's lively this evening, isn't he? He certainly is. Although the playgroup teacher said he did a fantastic parrot collage today. 
Oh, did you, Lewis? What a clever boy you are. Now, make sure you eat up that broccoli there. Waste mm. not, want not. Otherwise, you won't grow up to be big and strong like your daddy. Well, listen to Nana, Lewis. I want to see all of that in your tummy, please. How was your day, then? Oh, all right. Didn't manage to get all the cleaning I had planned to do, but hey-ho. Oh, by the way, someone from your protests called by. Did they? Who was it? Coloured lady. Think she said her name was Alice? You know you're not meant to say that anymore, Bev. What? Coloured. Alice told me it's not politically correct to say that. Coloured? What's wrong with that? I'm not being offensive or nothing. That's what they like to be called, isn't it? God, you can't say anything anymore, can you? <laughs> what did Alice say then? Oh, she just wanted to see if you were in. That was nice of her. Yeah. Seemed a bit hysterical, to be honest. Seemed to think you were upset by the police or the protests or something. You're not, are you? No. No, I'm fine. Did she say anything else? Hmm. She said something about wanting you to come back. Said it wasn't the same without you, that they needed you. Honestly, she was very dramatic about it all. Really? Yeah. Although, to be honest, it seemed more about your baking than anything else. I hope you're not thinking of starting that up again. God, my heart when I walked into the kitchen and saw all the mess. She said they needed me. Look, I hope you're not going back again. You need to rest yourself. And it's hard on the kids as well. What if social services get involved? Yeah. You're really too old for all of this now, Linda. You've got to grow up and see your responsibilities now. It's not about you anymore. Danny and Lewis need their mum. Yeah. It was the same when Mark and Sam were little. I had to give up all sorts of things, you know, but I knew where I belonged. At home, with them. Yeah. Yeah, can you give me just a second, Bev? I need to go make a call. No, sorry. It can't, actually. Hello? Alice, it's me. I'm back. How many cakes do you want? You have been listening to Humane by Polly Creed. Alice was played by Marsha Leckie. Linda, Francesca Isherwood. Bev, Louise Jameson. Michael, Esmond Cole, Beryl, Margaret Ashley, M, Rose Reed, Mark, Luke Barton, Ralph, Graham Seed. Other parts were played by members of the cast. Sound design by David Rucroft. Music by Ting Ying Dong. Director, Imogen Wyatt Corner. Producer, John Ainsworth. This audio production of Humane is dedicated to the memory of Betty Blower.